Are you ready to grow your business by building relationships online and offline? Are you looking for a system to attract new prospects and nurture your past clients? Maybe you're a business owner, a sales professional, or an entrepreneur. If you are, then great. Join me, Janice Porter, as we blast past your barriers to success and explore the power of relationships for your business. And welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to Relationships Rule. I'm very excited about my guest this week, Mark Given who has actually been a guest on our show before. And we'll get into that in a few minutes with Mark. But first of all, welcome to the show again, Mark. Well, thank you. I'm just grateful to be here. Thanks for having me back. Absolutely. Mark is a sought-after speaker, author, and trainer in the world of business. And I am so grateful that he has come back. And this is all based on um, the fact that Uh, Mark wrote another book in his series of trust-based philosophy. And I think he's on 11 or 12 of them now. It's amazing. So he's a multi um, number one bestseller author and has been uh, has been basically changing businesses and improving lives for over four decades or nearly four decades. I'm not sure yet. It's just give or take about four decades and has shared leadership training, sales mastery, and trust-based philosophy systems with thousands of people, just like you and me, and has worked with hundreds of businesses across the world. He's witty, engaging, funny, and his work is relevant and timely, and he is a delight to interview. And I I really mean that because um, the first time we we did this was based on one of Mark's further books, one of his earlier books, uh, Trust-Based Success, I think it was. And this one, which I'm really proud of because I got to be in this book, which is called Trust-Based Referrals. And uh, Mark, first of all, how did this one come to be? It took a while for this one. And this one seems to me like this one really resonates with me. Yeah. Well, thanks for asking. So as I get out and speak to people, I'm I'm a little bit old school. And so I, I always carry a little pad in my pocket. And so as I meet people, as they give me recommendations, as they talk to me about things that they've learned. And so these are all these little side conversations that take place, you know, during breaks or, or after an, a program or an event. And what I found as I was looking through maybe the last several years, is that that people ask a lot of questions about, because my focus is on building, maintaining, repairing trust, was directed towards referrals. And and so, in other words, how do I get people to come back to me? Gosh, I keep losing business. You know, what am I doing wrong? Um, How could I do that better? And so, it those little nuggets show up after a while when you get the questions over and over and in many different places. So, Janice, to answer your question, it was just, a, it was the referral question kept coming up. And I thought, you know what? I just needed to write a book about trust and referrals and how to maintain these relationships so that we're not always chasing strangers and we're building relationships with what we easily call in business our sphere of influence. Mm-hmm. But what I call is our advocates. And I spent, I use that word a lot in this book, mm-hmm. which is building advocates and recognizing who our advocates are because they're already out there attaching themselves to us. They're taking that risk to recommend us. So how do we make sure we know who they are 
how to reward them for their kindness because they don't have to do that. And then how do we build more of those? How do we create more advocates and, and not be an icky salesperson because nobody likes an icky salesperson. So how do we take the people that already know us, like us, trust us, and we create flow with them so that we're regularly providing value to them so that it gives them more opportunity, more reason to recommend us. So that's maybe a little bit of a long answer. So I saw the nuggets and I just thought, you know what? I, I, I know the answers to these questions. Let's just write a book. And thank you, Janice, for participating because I'm not a, an expert by any means in social technology. And you are when it comes to right at the areas that I am just not an expert. So I came to you, you, you were so kind to write an addition to the book, a really good addition to the book. I was thrilled to do it. And I, I was, I'm not a writer, but I was like, oh my God, I can, I can talk about this. So I can certainly write about it. So that sure. was great. And sure. there was a lot in what you just said to unpack and, and let's do that because um, one of the things that jumped out for me and something that I actually teach when I'm teaching LinkedIn, but you, but what you were talking about really spanned, you know, in person as well as online. Um, but the the principle is the same. When someone comes to me and they want to, you know, uh, improve their image online on LinkedIn, and then they want to find business by doing outreach uh, on LinkedIn, which is what I do all the time. And so I, I, it's become my, my, my networking sphere really more than going out to events because that's how things changed for me. I didn't really, with, with the pandemic um, and, and being online all the time, I actually liked it. I didn't like actually having to spend an hour in traffic to go to an event and an hour back and, you know, and that meet two people, you know, like, I, I don't know, it was just, uh, there's times when I like it, but I'm, I'm, I'm better. I like doing it online anyway, sidetrack, but um, some of the people that, that I work with, they'll say they want to do outreach on LinkedIn. And then I look at their profile and they've got, you know, 6,000 connections already on LinkedIn and they're totally ignoring them. Sure. They would, they think it's, they got to get new ones, but really you've got already 6,000 people. Now they're not all going to be um, good leads, but some of them are, they already know you. So reconnect, make something happen with them. So I think you talk about that in your book as well. Um, so do you want to comment about that at all? Absolutely. And, and you are so right, because it's not really about the number of people, this great number that we create of connections. It's the level, it's the, it's the quality of the connection, whether it be social connection, you know, interpersonal, or whether it be online. And so, so this book is really focused on how do we build a deeper relationship in such a way so that we know them well, we know how to serve them, we know how to congratulate them, we know when to do it and why to do it. And so, and, and many of those things are, are crossover. In other words, they're, they're effective in social media, but they're also effective in live and in person. And so I, where you focus more on, on social, right, the, the social aspect of online, I love the interpersonal relationships, but I make a lot of phone calls and I make a lot of, you know, I send a lot of, um, of cards. You do too, Janice, right? I send, I mean, I just got done. I'm going to the post office when we finish here today because I got a whole stack of them I need to send out from just the last couple of weeks. Um, and so 
it's not just the number. That's where you started. It's not just the number of people. It's the quality of the contact and what you can offer them, not what you can get from them, right? The law of reciprocity would say that the more you give, the more you get. Zig Ziglar said that decades ago, right? You can have anything in life that you want if you just help enough other people get what they want. And, and so you got to know them well enough to know how, how you can serve them. And then when you serve, they just have this natural, um, the law of reciprocity, right? This natural desire that. to give back. Yeah, yeah the, about that law of reciprocity. Um, as When you're giving and you don't, and you give without um, expectation, expectation, it's not necessarily going to come back from that same person. But that's how the law of reciprocity works, right? The, if you it's give for the sake of giving, it starts to come back in other ways. It's mo- it's the momentum you create really in the universe that when you provide or, or providing value, it comes back. You you can give and give and get. It's I always say, or I like to say, you you don't give until it hurts. You give because it works. And it's not always the person that you give it to who is giving back. It's just it's that it's that momentum in the universe that's that, that's unexplainable, right? You do good things for other people, and good things come back to you. Mm-hmm. And, and they do. I, it's hardly ever. I can almost know. I I couldn't tell you the number, but when I mail out some cards today, and I know you, Luke, you tradition do online, right? You do well, both. real cards, real cards, but. Yeah. yeah. And I, I mail a lot of physical cards, but here's what I know. I know that by sending these people, there's a stack of them, but yeah. I may not get anything actually immediately from any of these people, maybe some of them never, but, but because I took the time to do it, the, the law of mm-hmm. referrals is that good things will happen. And, and I know that's like, well, Mark, you know, you're, that's a, okay, you know, that's a wish and a dream, but it's not a wish and a dream. It it just happens. It, it absolutely is consistent. You you do the things that, that we write, the proven ways mm-hmm. that I write about in the book and, and just great things come back from customer attention to versus customer retention, clear down to building referrals through phone calls, right? Which is hard for people to do. But the this book is chock full of his ideas and strategies of, of how to do it, not just what or, or no, what. For sure. there's some really good stuff. How to yeah. do it. Right? It's, it's how, and if this doesn't work for you, then go to proven way, the next proven way, right? Or the next proven way. Find the ones that work for you and do those. So one of the things that um that was in here, um, I think it was proven way number five, making making referring easy. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and one of the things you say, the principle is to receive more referrals on page 46, to receive more referrals, give more referrals. And that's that law of reciprocity again. But something that, um, that I experienced recently, um, a fellow that was a client of mine and is also a friend of mine, and he's probably listening to this podcast because he is a, um, a great supporter of my podcast. And he said to me the other day, I mean, this will be a while past now from that story for that story. But um, he asked, he said he had talked to a friend of his and he gave him my name because he was talking about wanting to do something with his LinkedIn profile. And I right then and there, because I know him so well, I said, that's really great, Steve. But 
he's not going to call me. I said, if you're going to give me a referral, let's do it properly because I really appreciate it. Would you do a virtual introduction to him for me? And then I'll take over from there. And he he laughed and he said, you're right. You're absolutely right. You know, blah, blah, blah. And sort of um, talked about his fears about doing it. And then he did it anyway. And I um, set up a time to talk with this gentleman. And now we're going to do some training together. It was easy because this person was a good friend of my friends and trusted him. And we had one conversation over Zoom and we're going to work together. So that's how it can work on both sides properly. So, you, right, you have to make it easy and explain to them the best way to refer you. Sure, that's exactly right. Give give them the tools yeah. and the method to do it and include them in the process. And they will, you'll have, you'll have um, better results is what you're saying. You're going to get much better results. It's not that, that Jan, she said, they'll never call me. You, you know what? They might call you. Yes, they might, but it's not going to be a priority. The likelihood is, you know, they may never call you or they're going to call you when they get around to calling you if they need your services or decide that they do. But when you have that friend of yours that says, and you got to talk to Janice, let me set this up so that you can just visit, meet her, right? Then decide. It's just so easy because now the, the friend of the friend, the third party testimonial says, Hey, if you want to know about LinkedIn, Janice is the person that you need to talk to and she can answer your questions, right? Let me just let you meet her. Let's take two minutes to do that, right? Now, now, the important piece for that story for me will be how I respond and thank my friend for that, right? Because that often gets, right? So talk to me about that. That's another piece in the book, yeah. So often... Uh, that's just so true. And and I think we probably all recognize this, that so often, let's say we're the one that gave the referral, right? Mm-hmm. Let's, so, so we were the one that generous, we were generous, we attached our name to somebody else's by being the third party that gave that recommendation. Right. Somebody that, hey, if, they, if, if I said it to them, they trust me, so they're going to likely listen to me. So whether they get you on the phone or not, the truth is, right, wh- whatever the means is, when somebody... When you give a referral, you deserve to hear something back. In other words, did they ever contact them? <clears throat> if they contacted them, what was the result of that? I mean, it, it, it should immediately start with just a, a card, right? A thank you for giving the referral. And then a, a report on what's going on. I mean, it, it's really hard to give a, a second referral to an individual when you've given one and you have no idea what happened, right? You don't know, you don't know any, you don't even know if your friend ever called them or reached out to them. Either way, was there ever any contact? And it's not about rewarding them so much. It's about informing them. Now, sometimes there is a kindness that you need to show Mm -hmm. within the laws of, right? I mean, states and businesses and organizations have rules on on rewards, right? Showing kindnesses. So we have to obey the law. But just the Janice, if you gave me a referral, I'm sorry, if you referred somebody to me, so you gifted me with a referral, and I don't show gratitude to you, well, why would you give me another one, right? When you don't even know what's going on afterwards. So, so actually, I always like to call them both 
clients. So whoever the new client is deserves your, deserves your love and service, right? And kindness. But whoever gave you the, that, there's that other client that we often or is often ignored, which is the person that took the risk to recommend you in the first place. So I, I know that depending on that business, when I speak to the real estate industry, I have a, a like a 13 step process to go through with realtors on how to tell them what they should do next. And they're kind of like, are you kidding me? I mean, 13, I'm like, well, you don't have to do any of them because most people don't do any of them. But if you did three of them or five of them, but man, you want to guarantee referrals in the future, do all 13 of them, right? So yeah, I was just going to bring up the, the real estate piece because you have an example in there in your book of um, one realtor who puts in his contract asking for three referrals, right? Well, no, yeah. Right. And that to me was really interesting because it brought up a point that um, when is the best time to ask for a referral, right? When the customer has just been happy with your service, like right timing then. Is critical. Right. Timing is critical. Yeah. Right. You, so you don't often come forget. We often forget to do that. Sure. And and you're talking about Willie Snow, who I referred to. I, I, I speak a lot in the real estate industry because in the United States, there's about 1.3 million realtors and it's a revolving door. I mean, I think it's like every five years, 50% of them are gone and replaced with new ones. And so it's a constant turnover in that business. So they really, they really, I'm grateful to have as much business in the real estate business as I have to to you know, speak with them and teach them and nurture that industry. Mm-hmm. Willie Snow is probably the most, uh, maybe he, he may not do the most amount of referrals, but I think he's the most consistent referral agent I've ever spoken with. And I've spoken with tens of thousands of realtors over the last 18 years or so. And so uh, Willie, because part of the real estate, you know, they get a fee for their services. And what really is position and mindset is, hey, sometimes I serve people and the buyer doesn't buy or the seller doesn't sell their home. And so I, I get no fee. I get nothing out of it. So I, I will fix that. Uh, Willie even says, and I wrote this in the book, he even says, hey, at least once, if not twice, during the time we're working together, you'll meet somebody that's also interested in buying real estate. And when you meet them, if you'll give them my name, Give me a call and let me know that you did that. And he expects that several times during a transaction. So if he never gets a physical payment because a buyer didn't buy or seller didn't sell, he gets a referral, right? And so he has to earn that referral. He has to be worthy of that referral, but then he has an expectation of a referral. And that actually can work in many sales businesses and do it, you can actually do that in a non-icky way. Right. It's I was just gonna say there's a fine line, right? There's a fine line yeah, too. Of course there is. Of course there is. But you have to earn it, right? Willie can't just demand that. If he just demands that, then there are going to be plenty of people that are not willing to pay that fee. But if he earns that referral, if he builds, if he gives, it's if he's a giver, right? Like um uh John David Mann and Bob Berg would talk about in the go giver. If you're a if you're a giver, mm-hmm. and in Willie's case, if he earns that then he makes that part of the understanding at the beginning and people gladly give him. They often just don't think of that. And that's 
probably how I should put a bow on that, Janice. <laughs> often people don't realize the value of a referral. And it's not that they wouldn't give you one, but you have to help them understand that you would like to have those and that you, you're, you know, if you're in business and, but you're willing to earn those, right? You, you got to earn those, you know, just oh, demand. Exactly. exactly. Now, the other piece I want to talk about is, and by the way, in Mark's book, for my listeners here, he has some amazing quotes at the end of each chapter, and they're always so appropriate. Um, just I was just going to find one because it was uh, here. Oh, well, I just turned to a page that had Wayne Dyer's on it, and I love Wayne Dyer. Abundance is not something we acquire. It is something we tune into. That's just one, you know, small one. Here's another one. Many of life's failures are people who did not realize how close they were to success when they gave up. Um, (laughs) So I wanted to dig in for a second to um, proven way number 16, birds of a feather, narrowing your focus to a more targeted audience. And this is, this is something that, um, I liken to uh, knowing who's on your list, who your past clients are, who your referral partners are, and, and your sphere of influence, um, your A, B, C's, and D's is what you call them, right? Yeah, very and, simple, very yeah. simple way of categorizing and prioritizing. Right. So can you give us the gist of it? Because um, it makes so much sense. Sure. So just... Uh, you know, let me ahead of time, we can spend thousands of dollars on database management systems. And some people would think that their cell phone is a is a database and it's not. It's a contact list. That's all it is. Right. So, so the 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 principle in this proven way is if you would just go through that contact list, I mean that's in your phone and 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 categorized to begin with. And, and I'm using a simple ABCD yep. system. So A's are anybody that has ever sent you a referral in the past. And if you go through those, however many names you've got in your phone, you're going to find that there aren't a lot of those, right? That you can identify, that you can remember, oh, you know what? They recommended me. Oh yeah, I know they referred me. That's going to be a small list. <clears throat> the C, let's jump from, let's skip B for a second. Let's just go to C. C is everybody you're working with currently. So, um, you know, it's anybody you're doing business with currently. The most likely candidate to give you a referral right now actually is somebody that's already doing business with you. Um, just like you're doing at, by inviting me on this on this podcast, Janice. I mean, you know, you're referring me to anybody that would listen, right? So that's very kind of you. So, um, so they're a C. So you would be a C because I'm working together on this podcast with you. So anybody you're working with. Um, let me go to D's real quick. The D's would be anybody you've worked with in the past because birds of a feather flock together. If it didn't turn out to be a good situation, if you didn't like working with them, if they're if their phone, if they called you and their number came up on your phone and you saw their name come up and it would make you want to throw up, you know, it's like, I don't want to talk to them, right? I mean, they're a miserable, miserable jerk, right? Well, those are D's. I hope that's a very small group too, Janice. I just when we go through these lists, if, if we have more D's than anybody else, the problem is probably us, not them. And so we need to fix that. But that's a whole different class. Right. So, um, all right. So A's are anybody that's referred us. 
see as anybody we're currently working with, actively working with. Mm -hmm. D, people that we don't want to work with ever again. And Bs, which is going to be absolutely the largest group, is everybody else, right? So in other words, everybody else means you're not working with them right now. You don't, you're not aware of anybody that's in any of these people that have ever sent you a referral, but you'd love to work with them again. You'd, you'd like them, right? They're people that you would enjoy them, their friends or associates and so on and so forth. And so you're, we're trying to turn the Bs into Cs and, to, and into As, right? So we actively work with them. And then, and then they feel an, a need, a desire to give us a referral. What you want is the, a large A list, right? And then I even show this, I think, in the book. On my wall over here on the left, I have a list of my 50 most valuable um, you know, people that mm -hmm. I deal with. They send me more referrals, more contacts. They create more opportunity for me than anybody else. Those are the people. I don't need 500 of those people. I, I only need, I, I don't know what's enough, right? For me, I created a list of 50 because that'll keep me busy. Yeah, that's a lot. That, that's a lot of people. And I've got to look at that list regularly so that I can I can actually see every day, okay, who have I not contacted recently? What have I not done for them? Uh, what you know? Have I just had any interaction with it? What and I and I think I think these words of the A list, right? That who today could I amaze, amuse, surprise, or delight? Right? What can I do? What can I provide? What can I offer them? Uh, not salesy, just right. This touch base. Make them right. Just have a good visit with them in some way, or can I send them something? Or did I see something online that would be a value that I could forward on to them? So I don't have to do all of them every day. I just have to do something every day with that list. And that list, I mean, sometimes right, did people move away or pass away, right? And the, and people fall off that list. So constantly you're looking, and you can always take C's and move them to A's. Right. But you're constantly looking for B's to move to A's to earn that right and yeah. C's so that when they need you, they know to call you, right? They knew to reach out to you because you're the one that can best provide the, the, the help. And then the D's, you know, you just let them go, right? You just, and, and I don't mean delete them. You don't have to delete them, but um, but you probably don't, because birds of a feather flock together, you probably don't want to work with them again. And you don't want to work with the people that they associate with because they're going to be just like them. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great system. I mean, I, I always, to go back to that, you know, 6,000 people and their LinkedIn, um, connections, I always say export that list and, yeah. and then go through that list and, on your spreadsheet now, instead of trying to do it online, you've got a spreadsheet. You can delete, you can put A, B, or C in front of those names, and you can start working on the ones that uh, you you remember and remember positively and want to reconnect. And um, when you do that, when I call it shaking the tree, when you shake the tree, right, it, stuff happens, whether you send them a card or whether you um, send them a message on LinkedIn, um, it brings you top of mind again, right? Yeah. Yeah. We talked about 10, 15 minutes ago and we said, you know, you provide value out in the world and good things happen. Maybe not immediately for these exact people. Right. That A 
may not have a referral to give you right now. That C that you're working with uh, may not refer you today, but it doesn't mean they won't need somebody tomorrow that could that could connect you, right? We and talked about retention, right? Customer attention versus customer retention, because I'm always always about um, making sure that we oops, sorry, spam. That's a <laughs> spam call. Um, uh, there's no students in advance. Um, yeah, so about um, attention versus retention. Sorry, I hate that when that happens. The phone. Okay. Business is that way, right? In other words, so often in the world of business, people are chasing strangers yeah. constantly. And so they're trying to gather attention. And there's so many different ways to do that. And we do it through advertising or marketing or social media. But the truth is, if, if we understand the long-term value of a customer, yes, the long-term value of a relationship, we'll look at the retention value. What do I need to do to, to maintain that relationship for a long time? How do I earn that privilege of having that connection? We're, we're actually experiencing this right now, even though you and I don't talk often, Janice. I mean, I get your stuff. I read your stuff. I listen to some of your stuff. And here I am back on again, right? So I just want to know, right? That's a good example of it, right? In other words, it's not a one and done. Yeah. It's like, if you have something of value and I invited you to write and you did write, we both win, right? We both benefit by the relationship. And that's what retention is about, right? Is it's it also about more importantly, and we'll we'll probably wrap up with this because it's about the trust. It's really about the trust that you can pick up the phone or drop a message or send a card to somebody that you haven't talked to for a while and pick up right where you left off because you know, like, and trust them. And you consider them a friend and they're in your A-list, right? They're in your A-list. And uh, and that's what the beauty of working with people via referrals and recommendations is all about. That's the best way to do business. I agree. Right. Right. So um, maybe one last tip for my audience, one last business tip that um, you could share that um, really sums it up for us. Yeah, well, I'd be glad to. You know, I I read something. I don't know. Some of you may not be Mark Zuckerberg fans, but um, I saw that um, he had said this some years ago. He said a tr- a trusted referral is the holy grail of advertising, right? And I, I just think that's so true as it relates to this book and this. It is all about building deep levels of trust with people so that they would be. Well, they would feel bad if they didn't give you a referral because they just trust you at a higher, there might be plenty of other people they could recommend, but you have such a deep level of trust with them. They know that you're not going to let them down. And when we can, when, when we can create that with people um, and when people create that with us, those relationships are deep. They are right. They're hard to break. And, and you know what? Um, They're, they're, they're so the Holy Grail, as Mark Zuckerberg said, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I would just say thank you, Janice. Thanks for having me. I just, uh, you know, you can find, they can find me online. My book is on Amazon. Um, MarkGiven.com. Mark, I'm not in, I'm not in witness protection. So you can find me and, well, 
People rarely call me, but you can call me. All right. Anybody can call me, email me, reach out to me if you have a thought or a question or a, if I can help you in any way I want. Well, to. I have to share also that on the back of this book, as on the back of um, Mark's other books, he's in really good company. I mean, the people that he hangs out with, Bob Berg, the go-giver, Kevin Harrington from the original Shark Tank, Bob Berg, again, John David Mann, Jack Canfield, Kevin Eastman. Now, I didn't know him, but he's a basketball guy, so I like that. He was a coach for the L.A. Clippers. And and so this man is respected and trusted by a lot of amazing people. So you've got to read this book, everybody. It's really worth it. Thank you, Mark. Thank you for being here. It was um, a delight as usual. And I would just like to um, ask my audience to check out Mark's book. You can find him and the book at markgiven.com or on Amazon. Um, and let us know what you thought about trust-based referrals. And uh, remember to leave a review if you liked it and to stay connected and be remembered. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If this show has inspired you to reach out to connect to someone new or nurture a current or past relationship, and you think that others can benefit from listening, please share out this episode. If you have feedback or questions about the episode, please leave a note in the comment sections below. If you would like to receive automatic updates of new podcast episodes, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or from the podcast app on your mobile device. Ratings and reviews from my listeners are extremely valuable to me and greatly appreciated. They help the podcast rank higher on iTunes, which exposes my show to more awesome listeners like you. So if you have a minute, please leave an honest review on iTunes and remember to stay connected and be remembered.